Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. I'll teach you how to find what's causing your health struggles using the blood work you already have right here on this podcast, but also in my new book, Why Are My Labs Normal? Go grab it on Amazon and let me know you love it and appreciate the knowledge by leaving a review for the book and for this podcast. This podcast is sponsored by my favorite supplement companies, Systemic Formulas and MyBiome. Come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. For everybody else, go join them on Instagram at Systemic Formulas. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. Dr. Anna is here with us today, and she has a book that was just released called Menu Pause. Go grab it at dranna.com slash menu pause. And as you can guess, we're going to talk about menopause today. Dr. Anna, welcome. Hi, it's great to be here with you. Thanks for having me, Dr. Kylie. Yeah, I love your accent. I didn't catch that accent before until just barely. Um, but let's talk about menopause and, and maybe let's talk about some myths regarding menopause first. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think the first thing is that, you know, that you know, one thing that I always tell people is menopause is natural, suffering is optional. The most important thing to understand is that every woman will go through it. It's a natural transformation. It's nothing to be ashamed of. And it's not something to be medically, you know, uh, subdued or suppressed because just as important puberty as important as puberty is for that life cycle for changing into our hormones and that time of life that rewiring that happens in puberty there's another type of transformation that's happening in menopause as well and so you know you'll have so many different so many different fears around it and uh, a lot of symptoms that can come up around it but one thing that I know for sure is that when we heal the body, empower the body to heal itself, we can breeze through menopause into what I like um, to call the second spring of our lives, right? We can spring into the second spring of our lives. And, and that's what I want people to know. We don't have to suffer. We don't have to power through. And we certainly don't have to be quiet about it. There are options and there are natural options. The second spring of life. You know, I've I don't know why, but I've never thought about menopause like puberty. And it literally is just a change of our bodies that's natural as for us women. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think this is where, you know, we know now that using birth control pills earlier than age 16 really has uh, chronic, can have chronic long-term effects, can worsen PMS, uh, worsen menstrual cycles, can worsen immune system, it's a hormone disruptor, can have all, increase your risk for breast cancer. These are things that are traumatic. So suppressing that rewiring at puberty it's, it's damaging. And so I really believe that suppressing our rewiring during menopause is damaging, but we can breeze through. We don't have to suffer through it. Like, I'm just going to suffer through this. No, I believe in using bioidentical hormones, using food as medicine and, and lifestyle hacks that really can empower us. And when I say using bioidentical hormones, Dr. Kylie, I don't mean like 
Let's just suppress your ovarian production. Let's replace everything you have. I'm more about getting your body to make your own hormones naturally and then replenishing the supply as we need it. That's my kind of woman. <laughs> I guess so many people where it's just, I mean, it's really easy. And out in Utah, I don't know if you've been here, but you'll see this when you come here. There are hormone replacement therapy clinics all over the place. And it's really easy to just say, oh, well, you have low T. Here's some low T. And take it for the rest of your life because your body's never going to make it again. Right. And, we will suppress and the it. Is, why do you have low T? And then if needed, replenish the supply. I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's one thing, because I've been in this space for, you know, gosh, uh, since 2004, working in and really in bioidentical hormones and sexual medicine and, and figuring out like compounding hormones. So it's been, uh, you know, it's been a while now. And so, and I've consulted on some of the major, like say testosterone replacing clinics. And as a physician, and the biggest thing that I say is when, you know, hormones, affect your physiology and physiology affects your behavior, right? And, you know, I would ask, what's your divorce rate at this clinic? And that very high over and over again, ran into very high divorce rates at the clinics. Testosterone can increase novelty seeking behavior, can also increase, you know, anger and aggression. And, um, and it's really important for people to understand that because we can replace testosterone to really high levels that will make you do things that you wouldn't normally ever think about or consider doing or, you know, contribute to those, those thought patterns. And so that's not the idea of when we go in, when our patients come to us as physicians, ideally they want to rekindle their relationship and they want a long, healthy, happy life and intimate sex life and quality of life and all of those pieces that become really important, especially the older we get, the people we hang around with, the love that we've created and to be able to feel that back versus what I've seen is often way too high testosterone levels and, and um, not conducive to healthy relationship. But it's sold the other way. Yeah. And you're so dead right. And yet I've never thought about that either. When you ask a, a clinic, well, what's your divorce rates for your patients? Really high. Hmm. You're putting them on some really high levels of testosterone, men and women. Men and women, men yeah. and women. Yep. Yep. It goes both ways for sure. What are some red flags that you've seen with people taking hormones? Yeah, I think that that's a great question. There are many. I think the one thing, knowing that hormones affect your physiology, physiology affects your behavior, that key piece helped me counsel my patients. First, I didn't see it, like, and I started to observe it. And as I started to observe it, I started to counsel patients, you know, okay, this is, we want a sweet spot here, not too high, not too low. And if you start experiencing more anger or, you know, distracted thoughts or anything out of your norm, please let me know. And I had a, a gentleman um, who was, uh, you know, a, a, a client's husband that had come to see me, and he was a vice president of a huge Fortune five company. And uh, he started. You know, I replaced. I worked with him and his wife, and um, 
And I said to him, you know, if you have any strange thoughts, let me know. Anyway, gave him my spiel. And he called me up about six weeks later. He goes, Dr. Anna, I'm thinking, I'm having thoughts about another woman that I don't need to be thinking. And I wouldn't typically, you know, I, I, this is not my norm. This is not what I want to do. Or, you know, I feel like something's wrong. And I said, let me, you know, stop your testosterone right now. Tell me how much you were taking. Let's check some labs. And it turned out he was just reading the syringe wrong. So he was injecting more than oh. he needed. And so his like testosterone level was 1300 or something. And oh. I find the sweet spot for men at 600 to 900, you know, it really depends, but somewhere around there's the sweet spot. So that was really, that was really good that he had the awareness to call me. And I'll never forget that because that's, I mean, that's how powerful what we do, how we intervene, especially in biohacking and functional medicine. And let's do, you know, these supplements, take these hormones, that these, that's a huge red flag when you start acting out of your norm. And then that can be aggression, anger, novelty seeking behaviors, out of character thoughts. It can be depression, can be mood swings, can be more sensitive, crying more, more, you know, um, emotional. And those are also red flags that hormones are out of balance, but also that there's likely inflammation going on. You know, we need to support neurotransmitters more. It tells you something. Every Everything is so connected that it's, you know, I think this is what we miss in our medical education systems. And also, you know, with the brief amount of time we have with our patients, how do we communicate this? Well, one of the things that we know, like always remembering this part, that physiology affects behavior. I have a, um, a, a, a woman who worked with me and her son was in and out of psychiatric hospitals. And I said, you need to get to a functional neurologist and our functional psychiatrist, a functional psychiatrist, because they look at your labs, they look at your blood work, they look at your neurotransmitters, they look at inflammatory markers. And so she took her young teenage son to a functional neurologist. And within two weeks, after being in four mental hospitals, right? At, within, within two weeks, he was like feeling amazing. He was going outside, calling up friends. He was happy. He was feeling just completely different. See, it turned out he had high levels of ammonia. His detoxification pathways were impaired. Started working on that with supplementation and, um, and some, you know, other things like infrared sauna and, um, hydration and electrolytes and, and just really working on those detoxification patterns. And he's like a whole new man. I mean, within two weeks, he was feeling so much better and he's a couple months out. And this, in, in the last 10 years of his life, he's been struggling. He's been struggling. And under one psychiatric med after the next, you know, and the next, and we're all dealing with side effects for those and having a walk on eggshell type of household. And she said, his mom said, because we're, we're family again, we're family again. That's why we're in medicine. We want to nurture that feeling of connection, of health, of longevity, and, um, and be able to have the, the memory and bandwidth again, to appreciate that. So those are, I think that's the biggest red flag people miss. And the same is true in menopause, psychiatric um, diagnoses, anxiety, depression, bipolar. I mean, just name the psychiatric 
diagnoses. It's hormonal. It's physiologic. And don't ever take a prescription without getting really good functional blood work, my opinion. I'm I'm a big fan of blood work. We could talk blood work for hours. Um, I don't see people unless I see their blood work. And that's a big scenario. I mean, I'm in Utah. We have probably some of the highest rates, if not the highest rate of antidepressants. Wow. I had no idea. I thought, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Welcome to the good old state of Utah. We have really high rates of teenager suicide too. And I always wonder what if functional medicine isn't accepted very well here? What if we tried a different route first, rather than just saying, oh, you need an antidepressant or blaming some teenager that they have anxiety and depression? What if we tried a different way? Just like you mentioned, you know, it was ammonia. His detox systems were struggling. No wonder why his brain is out of whack. It's literally being poisoned. Poisoned, right. And yet we are so quick and so apt to just, okay, fine, I'll take the antidepressant you hand me over. And then you talk to people who are antidepressants, you see commercials. Hey, if your antidepressant isn't working, maybe you should try this one too. And you just get in the cycle, the roller coaster ride of prescription. Where Same when thing it- with thyroid. Well, and definitely let's talk about thyroid. One of the things that just blew my mind is that I didn't realize I was just in, in Europe. I didn't realize that we're one of the only countries in the world that allows pharma to directly market to the consumer. Really? I didn't realize that either. I'm just going to take a big deep breath. (laughs) And how much better could we be if pharma was staying out of our commercials and our TV? Because I'll say to you, you know, go talk to your doctor about this. Go ask your dermatologist about this. Well, I will share with you, Dr. Kylie, that when my uh, firstborn was only seven years old, she um, came to me one day. She goes, Mom, I need D-E-T-R-O-L-L-A. That's Detrol L-A. It's a, a medication I prescribed for bladder urgency symptoms. You know, when you have to feel like you have to rush to the bathroom and go. And she at seven realized, like, oh, my gosh, I have all those symptoms. I have to rush to the bathroom and go. And I need this drug. She was brainwashed at seven without me even being aware of it in the early 2000, um, that here this TV commercial was telling her she needed a drug to make her behave differently, right? So that she didn't have these, have to rush to the bathroom. I'm like, no, girl, we just had sweet tea. You can't have that and no sodas. And we have to cut out the sugar. I mean, you know, these are lifestyle hacks, but it was that light bulb went on. Oh my gosh. First of all, she has these symptoms. We need to address that with food as medicine first. Secondly, my daughter was just brainwashed by a TV commercial. And now think about how much better they're at it right now in 2022. And they're seeing it on YouTube and everything else that kids are on. Geez, that makes me hesitate. I have a five-year-old. What's he getting in? Well, and then at at lunchroom tables, because I would go to lunch with my youngest, my last born, and in um, 
her first a second grade classroom set up the lunch table and half like I would say out of a table of 18 six or eight of them got up and said we have to go to the nurse and I said what are you going for and she goes I have to get my medicine to make me be good oh. I know let's just take another deep breath so the same happening with menopause, like, okay, well, you need this estrogen, you need this. And really, we, there's a part of that that we benefit from, certainly, but ultimately the lifestyle, the control we take on a moment by moment, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year basis that is in our control is going to have the biggest impact on the quality of life and our longevity and our relationships for the long run. And that's what I've been biohacking for the last 15 years through my own messes and my own journey and finding, okay, what's the right way to address the underlying root cause so that I can be the best me at every age and the best mom and the best boss and in the best health, the best lover. I mean, all of these things, like how can I be the best of those things? And, um, you know, and it be from me, our power, and I, I don't like it when medicine and pharma is taking that power away and start with the consumer, go to the physician, go to the systems, and we're losing power. So, it, when, you know, your audience, my audience, women, men I meet, very intelligent, very intelligent. We need to claim that power back. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about menopause. We've done some myths now. What about what are some tips that you could say to help people thrive through menopause, whether yeah. they're 40, 35, or hitting in the middle of it, 50? Yep, yep. And Wait, um, by the way, Dr. Anna, what age should they be hitting menopause in? Yeah, that's a typically, according to our literature, average age of menopause is 52 years old. If you're a smoker, it's 42. 42. And um, yeah, so we know that, and if you have an autoimmune disease, 42 average age. So it's earlier by a decade. So, and I would just add that that number is all over the place because the duration of pre the time period before you go through menopause and um, it, it's, it varies, it varies so much. I mean, people can be symptomatic for 15, 20 years. And so early symptoms of PMS, um, irregular menstrual cycles, anxiety, depression, mood swings, breakthrough bleeding, all of those things are red flags that, okay, I'm out of balance. I need to heal my physiology and I've got to do it. And I've got to do it quicker. And hot flashes, night sweats, difficulty sleeping, all of those things are are telling you, warning you, look, you're not breezing through menopause. You've, let's look and see what we can do to support you, create a safe container, improve your physiology, decrease inflammation, balance hormones so that you breeze through menopause into the second spring of your life. And for me, like foundationally, Dr. Kylie, and I know you're right on board with this. It's the foundationally, what I realized is that our as our physiology shifts, as our estrogen progesterone predominantly starts to decline, our body's ability to use fuel changes. And so our body's ability to use glucose for fuel changes because there's a hormone dependency to gluconeogenesis, to the use of glucose for fuel. And so that was a big red, that's a big eye opener for me because when I was going through, let's call it my second menopause at 48, 
Um, and I was spiraling down. I had the brain fog. I had the weight gain without doing anything different and mood swings, irritability. I mean, just like everything just felt like chaos. And I slept three hours a night. I mean, just one thing after the other. And so as I recognized, okay, I have to shift. And I, and that's where I, I delved into um, alkaline diet, combining it with ketogenic diet, that gain, that shift, getting into ketosis using ketones for fuel is game changing. That's the light bulb goes on, your energy's high. And why? It's because the use of ketones for fuel is not hormone dependent. It's not hormone dependent. So women, before, you know, in the perimenopausal, menopausal state should really push into, flex into ketosis in a healthy way. And I call that the keto green way more often. So what that means is intermittent fasting, no more snacking, healthy fats, high quality protein, and lots of low carbohydrate, alkalinizing, dark green leafy vegetables, sprouts, herbs, and spices. Those are, that's foundational. We do that. We focus on morning rituals and evening rituals. All of these things are free, right? All of these things are free. And, and really to create a container in our lives for us to replenish, restore, repair, rejuvenate ourselves on a regular basis. And then as we need, add in the adaptogens. For me, it's my Mighty Maca Plus 30 Superfoods combination that I've shown clinically improves DHEA and progesterone levels because we're it's detoxifying and supporting your adrenal glands. And this makes a difference. So we bring up the bodies that we support the body's ability to make its own hormones and decrease inflammation, create insulin sensitivity. And we're, we're creating this protocol for a healthy transition, healthy hormones, and then add in bioidentical progesterone. I use bioidentical progesterone and pregnenolone. I use my balance cream. I added tripeptides into it and some essential oils to combine what's most effective for me and for my patients. So I will use progesterone in the second half of the cycle and I'll use it um, five to six days a week postmenopausally in most of my patients or you know, taking three to five days off a month or one to two days off per week postmenopausally and think that's game changing because we're filling the bucket from the top, right? And plugging the holes from the bottom. Mm -hmm. And so you come from this place of feeling restored, energetic, and it's better defense. That's the foundational piece. Then the other pieces that I add in, you know, as part of that, the continuing with the keto green lifestyle, the other products and solutions I needed for myself to kind of just like, you know, put the icing on the cake, baby. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah. Say a, say a couple of those supplements that you recommend. So Mighty Maca Plus 30 Superfoods, that's my foundational combination of adaptogenic support for energy, stamina, sex drive, and um, my balance cream, which has progesterone and pregnenolone in it. And then there's Jolva. I love that you use pregnenolone because you know it's the top of the food chain. And when we have more product for our body to use, everything downstream is made better. And no one combining those two, that's brilliant. So balance cream with progesterone and pregnenolone. Yes. Uh, thank you. I know pregnenolone is like a forgotten hormone. I love it. I do better with the combination. And that's why I created the combination. Do better with the combination. And I had 
post-traumatic stress. And I'm now a 56 year old, but I would say I've been using it since my forties. And, um, it's just made, it's made a difference. So not every day, but now postmenopausally, I use it pretty much five, five days a week, five days a week, uh, as a cream, where do you apply it? I apply it well because I added um, tripeptide and some essential oils. I use it for my wrinkles, but you want to apply it anywhere you have thin skin, so where you see veins. It's really good for the decolletage area, also because of you know the combination. Okay, so if you're going to use a cream, let it do everything it can do, right? So it decreases the age spots and helps with skin tightening. So those are some benefits there. Um, inner arms, you can use it also on the pel lower abdomen, pelvic floor, clitoris to anus, where I tell my clients Jolva, my DHEA cream with stem cells, Jolva, you use that clitoris to anus. People don't talk about clitoral atrophy, you know, the urethral atrophy causing bladder leaking, vaginal atrophy causing discomfort and in sex infections and prolapse and anal fissures. And, and so you want to, I say that I'm a gynecologist. So most valuable real estate of your body, clitoris to anus. Cause when you have problems there, life is not good. Life is not good. We want to keep that area healthy. Yeah, you just rattle off these words. Like you are a gynecologist. Um, do you know Betsy Greenleaf? I love Betsy Greenleaf. Okay. Yes. You remind me of your, like the, the vaginal summit. Yes. Yeah. She's amazing. She's so fun. I was, had a, actually was on the phone with her chatting yesterday. Good. Yeah. She was just in the vaginal summit and then posted something about how social media hated her because of, she was using that word. That's like, true. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Okay, so we have Mighty Maca Plus 30 Superfoods Balance Cream that has progesterone and pregnenolone. And then Jova, I mean, as a superfood, you could use that daily no matter what your scenario is. When would you use the balance cream versus the Jova? So the Jolva, because progesterone and pregnenolone um, depends on your cycle. For menstruating women, the luteal phase, so from after ovulation until the you know the menses starts typically, or day fourteen so it's to kind of like day seven, kind of day seven fourteen ish. Well, if usually um, for around fourteen days. So for some, if uh, if pregnancy is a concern, always start after ovulation, and typically we'll start progesterone after ovulation. So around day fourteen, and then um, if you know if you have some some of my clients had some like only had one good week a month, and so I would start their progesterone cream around day eight. So, and then they would use it until day 28 or until their period started. And, the, you know, that can just re reboot their system, really help them, again, fill the tank, but also using the Mighty Maca superfoods to get your body to detoxify toxic estrogens, clean up the liver, right? Support liver detoxification, kidney detoxification, and giving those adaptogens, the combination of adaptogens that I put in there to, to help empower your body's own natural hormone production and decrease inflammation. When we are, where body's constantly fighting inflammation, where, you know, we're always, you know, we're always going to be lagging behind. So we get rid of inflammation. Our body can repair, restore, rebuild, regenerate, rejuvenate. And that's, that's where I think that, that makes a difference. So the Jolva, I use it every day. I use Jolva every day. Now I created a lip duo, Dr. Kyla, you're going to love it because we were using, I was telling my clients, use the Jolva for your lower lips on your upper lips to decrease those. I had been using it there to get rid of any lip 
lipstick bleeds, the little wrinkles that come in your mouth and my Christian Dior red would, would uh, bleed. And I was like, oh no, we're not having that. It's terrible. So over a decade ago. So I started using uh, Jolva on my lips and um, my clients were like, I can't use the same formula for down there up here. I'm like, you actually can, but let me see if I can come up with something better for here. So I created a kiss formula, Jolva kiss. And so I say at the girlfriend doctor, we take care of your lips above and below your hips. (laughs) That's cute. Jolva kiss. Okay. Where can they find these supplements? At my website, dranna.com. Yeah. Also on Amazon. D-R-A-N-N-A.com and also available on Amazon. But definitely come to my website because I have so much free content and information about each of the products. And Yeah, definitely look into the con- the content and the information because you don't just want to be jumping in and taking progesterone and DHEA when you don't need to. Yes. And then your book. Yes, Menu Pause. So Menu Pause is five different menu plans that each pause something. So the first is Keto Green Extreme, but we're pausing all the autoimmune um, uh, aggravating foods. So pausing nightshades and peppers. So, and it's with intermittent fasting. It's the, you know, healthy, high quality fats, good protein and low carbohydrate, good blend of detoxifying green. So, and it's easy to make these recipes. So that's the first plan. The second is a plant-based plan because many plant-based eaters don't, get enough protein and fat and are getting way too much carbs. So I want to show them how to do it in a healthy way. Plus everyone should go plant-based for each of the plants are only six days, but should go, should do a week of plant-based, you know, periodically to diversify your gut microbiome, support the gut microbial diversity, and also get rid of constipation, adding in good healthy fiber. And that's really important. The third plan is a carnivorous plan. And I pause all vegetables in that plan. And that's really specific, especially if your body, if you eat vegetables and you bloat up, you've got small intestinal bowel overgrowth, you're dealing with eczema, skin disorders, we really have to decrease anything that could be attacking attacking your own system your own lining so we go carnivore for a short time and sometimes you need to be on that longer but the thing is we're bouncing through these plans to see what fits us now at this moment doing the same thing getting caught and stuck in a camp and you know for too long is just not healthy especially not for women so the fourth plan is a cleanse plan and the fifth plan is a carb up plan. Sometimes people have been so restricted for too long, we need to actually add carbs back. And that's a good thing. You want that flexibility. And each plan is only six days. Dr. Kylie, because you know, there's that seventh day to explore, to have fun, and we can do anything for six days. It really opens the door to everyone who's kind of been resistant to you know, trying food as medicine because it can seem so complicated. Each of these plans are laid out. This is what you eat day one through day six. You know, do your best. You can eat leftovers and make it easy for yourself so you're not cooking, you know, 12 different meals or whatever, but you can really make it as, as simple as possible. And you can supplement with a keto green shake and um, if, if you need to. So we really want to make it as I wanted to make it as easy, simple, and effective as possible. It's pretty amazing. So it's been fun. I would have never guessed that that's what the book is about. That's brilliant. Thank you. Going through, because people will do keto and they'll do it for four years or they'll go carnivore. And that's like, that's how they're going to be forever. I'm like, no, we're cyclical. We are women. So cycling our food is the same thing as cycling our hormones. 
So six days, I mean, I could do that. I may not even try that. Yes, you can do it. You can do it. And I'd love to hear your feedback. And then rotate through. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Okay, guys, menu pause, M-E-N-U, pause, P-A-U-S-E. You can buy Dr. Anna Kabeca's book on any platform, Amazon included, and go grab it and see what diet is right for you at this point in your life. Brilliant. Thank you. All right, Dr. Anna, be sure to go check her out at dranna.com and uh, share your friends, share this episode with your friends because you all know somebody who's going through menopause or puberty, and we all know women. Women need to hear <laughs> this, especially if you have that friend that's been keto for five years, or you always hear the, you know, I did keto for six months and then I, my weight loss plateaued. Well, maybe that was great six months for you, but now it's time to do something different. Exactly. So we'll get through that in her book, Menu Pause. Wasn't that just loads of gold? Keep the gold coming by grabbing my book on Amazon. Why are my labs normal? Go grab it. Let me know you love it and appreciate the knowledge by leaving a review, both for the book and for this podcast. Share it on your social media too. I'm here to help. Dr. Kylie.